Hello again, folks. Welcome to the Hire My VA Team and Business Building Podcast, where we help you to reclaim your freedom through hiring and thriving with virtual assistants without breaking the bank. And that means the most important bank, which is your bank. Now, that's the most important bank to you. My bank's more important to me than yours, but uh, that's beside the point. Without breaking the bank. I'm Dave Braun. I'm here with Larry Broughton, who's my partner in all things coaching. Yep. Fantastic business mentor. He helps coach me in life. He's walking with me as a brother through these crazy life ups and downs, this amazing journey. So, Larry, tell everyone hi. Hello, everyone. Hello, handsome Dave. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. Thanks for going on the journey with me. Yeah, thank and you. And I, I love you. I'm glad that you're in my life. Thank you. All Don't right. You yeah, let's get going on this, though. Okay, let's do it. Um, sure. So this is part three of a three-part series, and we're answering this question. Right. How do I recognize team members? Okay. How do I recognize team members? Now in parts one and part one, part one, part <laughs> one, we talked about ways to recognize and reward team members. That's episode six. Oh my gosh. I can't talk today. <laughs> All right. Have, have me, another folks. drink. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> many more. So um, ways to mm -hmm. recognize and reward team members. That was episode 76. A couple of episodes ago, go back to that. We talked about MITRE as a way to remember that money, information, time, energy, and right. relationship slash reputation. Yep. The last episode, episode 77, we talked about the best way for a, a particular team member. And, you know, really, as Larry said in that episode, he summed it up in two words, which was ask. Them. Oh, yeah. Right. 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 And we talked about a couple of other things like using their assessments, uh, their Colby um, assessment or strength finders or um, uh, one of their love languages. So um, understand that. And then, of course, you can experiment and see how uh, how they react to that. Yeah. So those were the previous episodes. This one. Uh, uh, and we'll put the links in the description below to those ones so you can absolutely easily, easily find them. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Glad you ahead. said I'm that. Sorry. Sorry. Glad you said that. Thank you. So this one is about how often do we recognize team members? I mean, what is the, the appropriate um, kind of, a, I don't know, length of time, maybe in between or how yeah. off, you know, we're going to, we're going to get into all that. Yeah. Now, um, Larry, I want to give a little bit of background here and then we can uh, jump into this. Okay. And um, so we did a little bit of research and a couple of guys named John Gottman and Robert Levinson they talked about the effects of ne negativity with couples. Now we talked about the last, in the last episode, we talked about how this is such a, uh, you know, it's just a relationship working together with other people is a relationship with people, right? So what you find out with uh, couples um, married or non-married can apply to how um, you interact with some of your team members. Hey, Dave, is this the same Gottman that does the love lab, love lab up in uh, Washington? I think so. I think it is. Yeah. They do amazing work, like where they can predict divorce rates just by like in the first couple of minutes by asking you a few questions, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it, the same, same Gottman. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So in their study before Larry interrupted me, <laughs> just, just trying to participate. My friend, that was a great interruption. Why are you scolding great. me? Okay. Go, go so ahead. the suggested ratio of, when is when we talk about positive to negative comments mm -hmm. or um you know just talking with people the suggested ratio is five to one meaning for that every 
meaning every negative encounter that we have, there really has got to be a minimum minimum of, and this is a minimum of five positive ones to counterbalance the effects of that first. Yes. Okay. So here's a couple of quotes from the authors. They said, in a sense, trauma has no true opposite concept, meaning a single traumatic experience can have long-term effects on the person's health, well-being, attitude, self-esteem, anxiety, and behavior. Many such effects have been documented. So basically what they're saying is you get one really bad event takes a lot to potentially overcome. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, these guys started working with each other back in the seventies, Dave, you probably know that. And yeah, uh, they started doing this, the study on the emotional, well, how do they blend the emotion with this uh, psychophysiological measurement using video recall to this stuff. And, you know, we talk about this often, Dave, that really, if what we're trying to get people to understand, if you really want freedom uh, in business, that's what this program is all about, then you're going to have to manage relationships of some sort, whether it's a manage, you're managing relationships that are in your love life and romantic life, because those impact your, your business. You have to manage relationships of team members that you've got, because you are never going to kind of multiply the growth in your business by yourself. Yes. You, you need to have teams and managing relationships um, with your clients, right? So the great thing I th- think, which I think this this study that you're sharing here is so important, is that they were able to predict, I think, with 90% or more accuracy, this divorce rate mm. and um, in, in couples, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome if you could figure that out, like to be able to predict potential conflict between team members oh my on God. your team? Yeah. Right. They called this, if I remember, like the um, the the four horsemen of the apocalypse mm-hmm. when they they asked questions to identify how do we uh, what were the four horsemen, if I remember correctly, criticism, defensiveness, stonewalling. That was one of mine, um, and contempt. That's what it was. Oh, right. Good job at remembering those. Uh, believe me, I looked at this stuff. If anybody just wants to, you could do an internet search on Love Lab. Put Gottman Love Lab. And it's amazing the stuff that you'll find on this. But I remember, this was one of my problems. When I first started going to church and first started trying to um, work on my past relationships, instead of thinking, and this tells you how sick my brain was at the time, Dave, I wasn't thinking about how can I make my relationship with my then spouse better how can i apply this to my work <laughs> well no no, no how can that's, i apply it to my business relationships well i right? think i think i think that's that's our tribe right that's who we're talking to i i think about i mean i was just meeting somebody for lunch today and we uh-huh. were talking about this stuff in politics and things that are going on sure and then it's like okay how does that apply and then i said well how does that apply to my business right uh-huh. right that's what we right. naturally do we're business owners we live i guess yes I just think it's humorous, though, that my first instinct, you know, I'm trying to work on a relationship with my then spouse. I wasn't thinking about that. It was, you know, that, that, was, that was the problem, right? But anyway, um, yeah, if we can figure this stuff out, Dave, about, um, you know, criticism, defensiveness, uh, contempt, and stonewalling, um, how do we apply that to business, right? Because if you... I know that some of you folks who are listening to this, you've got teams now. Some of you have virtual assistants. Some of you have people that are in-house. you got teams of 20, 25, 200 people, right? And have you noticed that there's conflict between team members? If you could identify this beforehand, 
how much time could you save from a leadership and management perspective, yeah. right? How powerful would this be, right? Or between yourself and, and someone else, yeah. right? Um, one of my early mentors, you've heard me talk about him before, is Donald Cl Clifton, right? Mm -hmm. uh, from Clifton Strength Finders, right? I right. went through a program with him years ago when he just started coaching people called the Varsity Program. Or about, ah. It was called the Varsity Program. And um, and he talked about the the parable of the leaky bucket. Mm -hmm. If you got a leaky bucket, you got to be putting water in faster than it's coming out. And he yeah. called that your, your emotional bank account, right? Mm -hmm. And so his big thing was the same thing that Gottman was talking about the five to one ratio. You've got to be making a whole lot of compliments or add a girls or add a boys to these team members so that you've got an emotional bank account so that when you have to actually give constructive criticism or difficult coaching or have that difficult conversation, there's a level of trust and respect that you built up. Think about it the other side. If all you heard was negativity over and over and over again, and then somebody once in a while, they throw you a scrap of good job. What's that going to do? What's that do to you? What's that do to, do to the team member, right? Our uh, former chief operating officer had a great mantra in the company. And he, and he said, and he said this 20 years ago, and it became kind of one of our um, pillars in the organization is catch people doing things right. Yes. Right. How many of us, Dave, walk around as leaders and you like, you feel like you got to be the, the police officer and you're catching people doing things wrong constantly. Nobody likes to work in those types of environments. Agree. Agree. Totally. It's unfortunately, Larry, you know, we all, I guess maybe especially men, but as business owners, you know, we're always looking for the problems to solve, right? That's what yeah. jumps out at us. It's yes. like, it's just how our brain's wired. And, mm -hmm. and that's a, a, our part of our survival mechanism, right? Sure. We're out there looking for problems because if we see a problem, we've got to react to it to, and typically in, you know, the thousand years that we've been around to survive. Yeah. We don't, you know, our brains are wired to help us survive, right? Not mm -hmm. to thrive. And we've got yeah. to remember that. And so we're just trying to sometimes survive in the business, especially you think about what's happened over the last, you know, year and a half with COVID, mm. right? So many of us and our businesses were thinking, okay, how do I just survive this pandemic? Right. And you're, yeah. in, you, you've been in that, in that boat too. Yeah. So naturally you're going to be looking at, at, at problems and things sure. that come up that in that can potentially threaten that survival as opposed to looking around for, okay, what did a team member do good today? Mm -hmm. It's just, a, it's just a lot harder to do. Right. Well, yeah. One of the things I oftentimes say, and I'm sure you get sick of hearing this is that you find what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So if you walk around your business, literally or proverbial, proverbially, you know, the word I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if, when you walk around your business, and you say, I'm going to look for the negative, you're going to find the negative. If you walk around life saying, you know, everybody sucks, guess what? Everybody's going to suck. Yes. But if you walk around looking for the positive, looking for people doing good things, that you're going to see that too. Right. So catch people doing things right. You will find that people's productivity will go up. The sense of loyalty will go up. Mm -hmm. um, sense of uh, accomplishment for them. People pick up on our vibe. Yeah. You know, they really do. But then the, 
it's not just good enough to rec to see it. You have to vocalize it. Yes. And whatever way it is that those team members like to receive information. And we talked about this in the previous mm -hmm. podcast. I think that was the one that we talked about. Ask them, how do you like to receive it? When I see you doing something great, how do you like to know about you? You know, do you want me to just tell you? Do you want me to sing it from the mountaintop? You know? Yeah. You want a gift card? You know, how, how can I best recognize you for a job well done? Yes, exactly. And so we're talking about this one is how often to do it. We talked about a ratio. That means that you're going to have to recognize people as often as you can, right? Yeah. In other words, I, I don't know if you can, I don't know. Do you think you can do it too much? I, I suppose you could, but the thing is, is you can't be insincere in it, right? That's the key right there. You have to be authentic. Yeah. You if can't you're just, just say, be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just say, good job, Larry. I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, you got to say, well, that was really well done, Larry. I love the way that you said this in the last podcast, podcast episode. I think that's really going to resonate with our audience, mm -hmm. you know? So it's, you got to be specific because otherwise it's going to come across as insincere mm -hmm. and actually it can almost do more harm than good. Right. For sure. For sure. Yeah, so I'm not asking people to do something that they're not, that's not sincere or authentic, but I promise you this. Um, the more you do it, the more natural it will become for you. Yes. Okay. And I promise you that it will pay off in spades. Re positively recognizing people, catch people doing things right. The more you do it, the more comfortable you become at it. And you will see great things happen from this. Um but this does not mean by any stretch, Dave, that you don't coach people up. You don't do spotlight corrections. You have to do that as well. Okay. So I, I would encourage people. I can imagine one of the questions is going to come through. I've, I just caught somebody doing this, but I've not coached. I'm not giving them five positive things yet. Should I wait? No, still coach them up. But also, Dave, it's not just how often, but what's the delivery when you are bringing the bad news? Right. right. Yeah. You can, you can still, um, um, what's the word? You, you can still do it in a respectful manner. You know, they, they used to talk about sandwiching, you know, yeah. um, give a piece of good news then a piece of bad news and then a piece of good news. I've, I have not, I'm not a fan of that anymore. It's, it's kind of an easy thing when you're a young manager, unsophisticated leader, and you're just learning it. I think in principle, what they're saying is, don't just always give bad news, you know, build the bank account. What I've learned is that people who are used to working with managers and leaders who aren't very sophisticated, if you never give positive feedback and all of a sudden you bring them into the office and you give them positive feedback, mm -hmm. they're expecting the next thing that's going to come out of your mouth is a piece of bad news. Yes. It's happened in our organization. There's someone in our organization right now because her former manager, that's what he used to do to her. Anytime I want to have a conversation with her, well, it used to be, anytime I want to have a conversation with, you know, it's a woman, 50-50, um, you can figure out who it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anytime I want to have, you know, compliment her, she'd get freaked out. Like, uh-oh, what's this piece of bad news is coming right behind it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I would just say, 
give compliments when they're due and give them often, give them freely, right? But if someone needs to be coached up, just coach them up. Right. Just coach them up because you're going to have that emotional bank account and you're not doing the whole, and I guess you would call it like almost in today's, you know, modern vernacular clickbait. Yeah. I'm going to lure you in with this positive comment and then I'm going to let the hammer fall. You know, it's bait and switch. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. That's just a piece of tidbit. I, I had to write an article on this about stop the, the, the poop sandwich. Right? <laughs> the poop sandwich. <laughs> That's what it yeah, is basically, right? Yeah. And then people can recognize that these days too. They yeah. recognize what's coming, right? And so yeah, there's and another level of insincerity. In many ways, our team members are more sophisticated than we are as leaders or managers. We got to remember that. Yeah. Don't fool and, them. And Larry, I, I think we talked about another episode. It's why I was looking, I was looking for it. I couldn't find it off the top uh -huh. of my head. So I was looking at another screen, but I think we talked about a couple of ways to become more positive ourselves as leaders, right? We have, I remember what number that was, yeah. Because I remember how you talked about how important it was is just right now, as you said, we find what we're looking for, right? So the important thing is how do we become you know, more positive, right? Mm -hmm. And um, let, maybe let's talk really quick up, about a couple of ways. One of the ways is um, make it a, use your strengths. If you have a strength, you can apply it to like, if it's discipline, like me say, I'm going to find three positive things today in somebody somewhere. Um, I'm going to find one positive thing that somebody on my team did either today or yesterday or the day oh, before, mm -hmm. right? That's one way to do it. Another way to do it, um, would be to build it into, um, your, say your weekly meeting that you have with your team, right? Mm -hmm. We start off with celebrations, Yep. That's always um, a really a good positive experience. And part of that also is we'll have um, I'm always bringing up um, when clients make great comments about our business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those those are those really get the team going. They really like it because, I mean, even though it's, you know, words of affirmation, but they're seeing that they're making a difference in people's yes, lives. For sure. Right. No, and no matter how that comes across, seeing how you're making a difference in people's lives, that's always going to be, that's a positive thing. So it makes them feel good about working with you, working um, in your business, and it just gives them a, you know, a good little boost. Yeah. You know, and people want to be on winning teams. Yes. Right. And so if you can share the wins from time to time, it's reinforced that they made the right decision to be on your team. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just taking longer than I had expected, but it's good content, good information. I mean, I'd oh. love to hear if you're you're watching this, you're listening to this. What's been your experience? You know, giving both positive feedback and quote unquote mm. negative feedback. How often have you done it? When has it backfired for you? Um, when is giving positive feedback not worked? Like I said, said in the past, you know, we learn as much from these mistakes that we've made in business <laughs> yeah. than we do from the successes, right? So, um, and if you're in the community, you can make your comments there uh, as well. But uh, we'd love to see your comments wherever you find this video or this, this podcast. Yes, please do, folks. We really depend upon it and we, we need it because it's going to help us get um, the word out. And, you know, we really want to help you too. So we sure. will answer any questions or comments that you put down there. Yeah. So um, as we wrap up, thank you again for joining us because if we talked about building a team is the way to reclaim your freedom. And that's why we do this podcast is to help you reclaim your freedom. Yeah. So do that today. Make a comment down below. Give us a thumbs up. 
and then give us a rating um, wherever you're listening or watching this, this podcast. Yeah. And then uh, subscribe if you haven't already done so. And then the finally, we'd love for you to go to hiremyva.com where you can get more information on our course and our community. Because remember, with what we've got, without even without experience, you learn how to prepare for, hire, and thrive with virtual assistants. Yeah. And Larry and I, you know, Larry, we're helping people um, on a daily basis, and we love it. It's great, and we want to help um, you guys too. So for that, just go to hiremyva.com for uh, more information. Yeah. Hey, do yourself a favor, my friends. Do the world a favor. Go do something significant today. God bless you. God keep you. God hold you. All right, my friends, go get them. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Peace.